Welcome, welcome to the Social Living Podcast. I'm your host today, Julian Green. I also have my co-host with me, Jamal Lawrence. Jam, how are we doing this week? Good, man. I feel like I'm reco- finally recovered from the weekend. <laughs> I don't know if it's age, yeah. I don't know if it's age or what, but those two days took out of me. <laughs> I spoke to a few people, like, on Monday, Monday evening, everyone was just... Mashup, like, everyone was tired. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, the wedding was it was good though. It was a good wedding. Again, it was good to see family. Um, it was a lot, it was two events. Uh, it was an Asian wedding, so that might give people an indication of how much people was kind of coming through. Uh, so it was a lot of people. Um, it was a fusion, it was Asian and black, so it was like um it was a good to see like a a, a a a mix of kind of both cultures kind of coming together. So there was a Mendy, then there was a civil. There was a lot. There was kids. Any advice to anyone who's going to be bringing their kids to a wedding? Just ex- expect the unexpected. Have no expectations. I see Gary, <laughs> I see Gary B speaking about this all the time. Have no expectations. Is right? <laughs> you don't know what they're going to do. Quick story about my little boy. So he, <laughs> Julian was with me, but we were, he was planning to walk down the aisle with um the broom because the bride and groom were going to jump the broom after after they made it official. And we had a, a bit of period of time before before his his moment, his time to shine where he walked down the aisle. And he was fine. He was calm. He had the broom. He was chilling. I thought, yeah, this could go well. And then something clicked at about the 11th minute of him waiting. He said, no. I'm not doing this anymore. And he started running <laughs> wild, <laughs> wild around the um the waiting area. So it comes to his time to shine now. And he's there, his his legs have gone. His arms <laughs> he's fallen, he's fallen flat. <laughs> Everyone's there laughing at him. He wanted to just escape the room. It was just, you know, it was, it was a fun time and it's just it's what parenthood is about. You gotta expect the unexpected with, with kids, right? Yeah. He was just being himself. He was just being a kid, didn't it? It was just yeah. like, it was, it was uh, obviously from my view, I could, I couldn't see everything, but I see, it's like I see the VAR. I saw the highlight reels come yeah. back and it was like, wow, is that what happened? <laughs> I was like, oh, is that what took so long? Like, yeah. no, it's, it was, it was funny, man. But um, a blessing at the same time, man. He can look back at this and we can show mm. this back to him in 18 years time or whatever. Yeah. And he can be like, what? Oh, Uncle Julian, why are you doing this again in front of my girlfriend? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, <laughs> so um, yeah, man, it would be. <laughs> it was funny, man, but it was good, man. Both our sons walked down the aisle as well, which was it was good, and then even seeing them in their Asian outfits as well, I thought that was um quite fitting as well. So mm-hmm. yeah, man, that's what happened. To I guess like, we shared the same week to a certain extent, innit? We shared the same mm-hmm. weekend, so um, yeah, man, big up to it was my sister's wedding. So yeah, big them up and and congratulations to them and um, yeah, man. But that wasn't the only big thing that happened this weekend, man. Sunday night, she how how she in, how she <laughs> intro this one the big the big slap the yeah the slap. big slap the wolf slap it was weird because I woke obviously we had we had the weekend and I was tired and I woke up to breaking news Will Smith's everywhere the memes have already dropped and I was like what's happened yeah where's this come from was this legit like is this real. Yeah. Then obviously I watched the video on Sky News and I was like, bro, he's he's actually going up and slap Chris Rock in the face. Yeah. I didn't I didn't know what to make of it at first. But it was crazy. It was was wasn't expecting it at all. And I didn't yeah. I, like I, said, I didn't know what to make of it. 
the thing is, I don't. The thing is, I'm not really interested in the Oscars like that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And um, it brought it to my attention. You know what brought it to my attention as well was like I think I mentioned this to you. It was on Talksport. I listened to Talksport just in the car because sometimes there's nothing else to listen to. If LBC's out, I won't like. Do you know what I mean? I will listen to Talksport, and it was on Talksport. And then they tried to reel it in and say it was sport related because Will Smith featured in the film King Richard, which was about tennis about the 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 Williams sisters Venus and Serena and I was just like wow that's a big reach they mm-hmm. just wanted to just get more views and have their opinion on the situation just like everybody else on social media yeah. but um yeah I think we, we could dive into this like first do you was it right was it wrong I don't know I think looking back on it now I think him addressing the situation was right but I don't know if him slapping him was the right thing to do. And again, heat at the moment, emotions were were flying. Um, I'm just thinking of how I would have handled it. And I know we've spoken about this before, but I'm think, still thinking that if that was me and my partner, I think I definitely would have addressed it there and then. But I don't know if I'd I'd add the slap to it. But then it's, it's interesting. It was interesting to hear your point of view because that kind of contrasts what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. So. I think my point of view is more like, I, I think the situation, um, what muddies the water, I think, is that it's like, there's two situations that are overlapping here. So there's like your real life and then there's like the showbiz. So in my head, the showbiz way, is it, was the, it wasn't the right way to handle it because you have to consider PR, you have to consider live television and you have to consider all these different things, right? Um, but if it was real life, like obviously, I can't deter. I can't determine the disrespect that Jada might have felt or the way Will might have felt. But if I felt as disrespected, I felt if I felt disrespected enough that I felt like I needed to slap somebody, that could be a possibility. And in real life, you can get away with that to a certain extent. However, I don't. I, I'm not saying like, yeah, I'm gonna slap people. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to um be rubbed that way but i guess what i'm trying to say is sometimes in like in a world of like alpha male you there are times when you need to claw back you need to earn not is it earn respect but you need to demand the respect uh especially in the situation where you feel like you've been disrespected and i feel like in the real world he's probably done that in the real world he will, him and Jada could go to a comedy show and it, the, com- the comedian is not going to say nothing. Do you see what I'm saying? And I feel like in that case, that's where you might say where it's worked. But I do also understand on the other side of where you might not want to choose violence as an answer. So I guess when we first had this conversation, I, I listened to so many other people's opinions and now it's kind of like affected my opinion a little bit. Because someone goes, oh, he's only slapped Chris Rock because Chris Rock is a smaller frame than him. So then now I'm like, ooh, if it was The Rock, would he still yeah. grow up to this person and slap yeah, it? And I'm it's, like, it's, it's good, though. It's a good way to think because there's those maybe unconscious thoughts that was going through Will's head at the time. He sized up his option. It's a bit like predatorial, like. Yeah. sized up his opponent essentially and thought yeah i'm man enough i'm i'm the bigger man here i can 
do this and handle myself if anything was to come of it or not expect Chris to, to respond. And yeah, that definitely comes into, into account when, when he might not have noticed it at the time, but that's definitely a thought process as he's walking up or decided to get up and walk to, to the stage. Mm. Yeah, and, 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 and whether that's right or wrong, I don't know, you know, because you could look at that and think, like, if you think like a lion, for example, some hyenas might be coming up and think they can just talk rubbish to you. But then you have to show the hyena that I will smack you. I will eat you or whatever. Um, but let, let's say a tiger did that to an elephant. He might not have to do it the same way. He's going to have to get all the rest of his tigers and then, or the lions or whatever. And, and then, you know, we're going to have to plan our attack differently. So in that case... He's done what he needed to do to demand the respect that he wanted. Mm -hmm. And he was able to achieve that. And I don't want us to, um, I'm not trying to glorify any violence, but mm -hmm. I think that in the world that we're in at the moment, we make it seem as it's like everything, nothing that violence doesn't solve anything. And, you know, all these different things where it it's going to be clear that, no one is gonna say a joke directly in front of Will and Jada without knowing that there might be any consequences. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And that's the respect he probably wants, you know? You feel like he could have got that respect without the slap, though? Like, if he was to raise his voice and maybe shut that joke down, do you feel like... I feel like maybe he could have gained that respect but also maybe kept his, like, integrity at the same time and, and he would have came out of the situation better rather than maybe for the worst now in terms of his his image. Well, that's the showbiz size, isn't it? Because in real world, you might not even have to worry about that um, if you were to defend your wife in any other that kind of circumstance, you know? So mm. in the showbiz way, yeah, for sure, he could have handled this better. Better, He could have just done it backstage. But now it was like, it was like on the, for the world to see. So I feel like it will have a, uh, it's going to have that, that ripple effect. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, where if he just handled it like backstage, people will still try him and keep trying. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But when now with the world to see, it's like, yeah, probably not going to try this. But it's going to have, it, must, it might have a negative effect on his personal image. So, mm. you know, which is, which is um, a shame. I don't know if you saw like, you know, I think it was a ZZ Mills was on the, um, the morning show the good morning show or something like that and uh she was talking about it and i think someone mentioned that look will smith is my son's uh you know idol and um now I, i'm afraid that my son's gonna think it's okay to go up to people and slap people and i just i don't know that that um annoys me a little bit because mm -hmm. sometimes we we paint the pictures of some of our idols that they're just perfect um, yeah, like they're not human almost. Yeah, as if they're not human. And even, even and for most of my role models anyway, they've made mistakes and it's how you kind of come back from those mistakes as well. Um, so he's made the mistake in terms of uh, maybe the approach that he used to kind of demand the respect that he deserves. But he doesn't, I'm sure he, he does, he's not sorry for demanding the respect, you know. 
he wants that respect his wife and him both deserve it but then the flip side of everything is as a comedian is this where the world is going i know you brought this up where the world is just too sensitive to a certain mm. extent right so then what, what does that mean because does chris rock know about you know the alopecia situation um with jada pinkett maybe maybe not mm-hmm. so, um and and jokes are intentional but innocent at the same time yeah 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 you know i mean and that's that is it has that thin line but then it's also a risk you're gonna take and that's the risk you will take in real life you know i've seen like uh, i don't know back in the day they used to have like on mtv your mama jokes and stuff you have mm-hmm. rap battles there are things where it hits so it can hit someone on the nerve. It's like they forget they're in a rap battle and they want to just fight. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That happens. So that's going to same thing that's going to happen in comedy, you know? And it's just a shame that it's happened to Chris Rock. Yeah, I think yeah. he deserves a slap. <laughs> no, it's Chris Rock. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? But, you know. It's good, it's got... good that they highlight, it's good that that conversation about an, the idol, uh, that woman's son idolizing Will Smith as if he was faultless but it's good to see like a person of that stature act out like that because like it's like i said like they're kind of made to believe that they can't have any faults and they are faultless beings and they're like you said perfect but these are just general human beings who have emotions and then do act on emotion and mm-hmm. and it's just good to see because we're getting into a into a stage within within life where people can't feel their feelings and act upon it like everything's become as if like the filter there's like we, we now have a filter to, to place on ourselves that kind of dilutes our natural feelings to to kind of please everyone else where it's not the case mm-hmm. and we we don't like that that act like that so we shouldn't expect someone as big as will smith to, to kind of control it. and i know what he's done probably wasn't right but it was just good to see someone like that act on his emotions, whether it was right or wrong, but just to see him being human for 30 seconds. Mm. Do you reckon, so is it, is, it, is it human to get up on stage, go up, walk like how he walked? Because it was almost like he was in an act. And then the slap, he had the, <clears throat> like the, it was proper like the meme. Like, yeah, 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 it was. Yeah, I could now again. That's another part of it because whether it's legit or if it was stage, and at first I thought this is stage, this isn't real. And then as I've I've watched the video more and seen Will's reaction, I think maybe maybe this was legit. And then I also think this guy's an actor. Like this guy's a world class actor. He could easily just like stage this, and Chris Rock could be in on it and. I've seen something like Chris Rock's tour. He's got a tour going on in the next few months, and his his sales have skyrocketed and stuff like that. And yeah, you never, know. you never. It's hard to find a true story. We also got to remember that Will Smith and Jada are both. They were both boycotting the Oscars not too long ago. No, oh, really, I didn't know that. Yeah, so they were boycotting the Oscars. Um, not to you guys need to double check that, but I'm pretty sure they were boycotting the Oscars because there wasn't enough like black representation and things like this happening around the Oscars. And I'm I'm pretty sure certain 
um, Will and Jada were in that, in, in that bracket. So for them to win an Oscar, it, it, it's almost like mm, you were boycotting this. Like, you, do you really care about this? Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, and then, um, you know, there could have been a, a you know, Chris Rock, that might have been a prearranged joke. Like, I couldn't put it past them. We know that. Just like everything mm-hmm. you said. They're both, all three of them are actors. All three of them are actors, right? Um, so it, it it could happen. It could happen. So I'm not ruling that out. To me, it was just the way he walked up like it was wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Yeah. I just yeah. got slapped up out of, you know, mm. you know, from Will Smith or whatever. Damn, wow. And it's just like, yeah. you can't act that out. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? The slap still could have been real as well. And it's just like a, one of those moments. And then, you know, now everyone's supporting Chris Rock. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. So nah. who knows, man? Who knows? Because they, they've worked together a few, a few times as well. Like, so mm. who knows, man? Also, I, I do love it when these things happen there because you see you see the greatness of social media and you see you expect like Monya like Monya um, I always forget his last oh, name wow, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Monya Chihuahua, yeah 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 oh, like, I wait on his responses and he's normally he's normally there within 12 hours he's there and obviously there were memes were creeping up people were like oh it's been an hour since this has happened where's Monya it's been two hours where's Monya and man, the first thing is he was on holiday as well and i saw his thing and i was just like he still managed to get this done i thought it was epic if you haven't seen it check it out um i don't know if we can even get it up here man we've got the video now jam we can we can we can Mm. do extra stuff um big (laughs) shout out to munya let's have a look uh bear with me yeah just the quickness of of his his thought process and he must have a team around him for because for one guy to turn that around within a few yeah. hours and, and think yeah. of a concept and, and a script and and creatively visuals that kind of match up to it is yeah it's unmatched man it's unmatched it is unmatched, it is unmatched. let's um i think i got it here so i'm gonna quickly share the screen uh share screen share uh so big shout out to munya so um it was this video right here if you haven't seen it just mocking it um Oh, sound it off. Now, this is a story all about how I rock Chris so hard the rock race brow. I mean, my wife in a game, you mention her name, now you can't talk straight, Liam Payne. A nice evening turned raucous. I rode by, I was following orders. In fact, you did this on holiday. Like I got calendars in my house, and none of them say August. Thought everybody hate Chris, that's how the song go. Now they're blaming us, Lupa de Nyongo. It left a bad taste, I should have had a breath mint. But I went on stage and gave Chris some fresh prints. <laughs> it's just double slap as well. That's just. <laughs> Unmatched, man. Big shout out to to Munya um, for that one. That was a good one. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. He 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 don't, he don't miss. Uh, he's yet to miss. He's yet to miss. Uh, I just look forward to seeing all the content that he comes out afterwards as well because. 
we know there's going to be more moments. There's going to be some more moments that come off the back of this, and um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. And you know, I feel like everyone wins, isn't it? Like Will Smith's page is probably booming. Uh, you know, everyone's looking back on certain things or whatever. Fresh Prince did just come out, like you know. I'm just yeah, I'm just waiting for the red table talk because you know that's got views already. Like they're gonna sit down. Will Jada? They might even get Chris Rock there. <laughs> and they're gonna talk it out. And there we go. They they're all they're all happy. Everyone's happy. Money. Everyone's pockets are lined. Yeah, they all win. They yeah. talk about it. They were vulnerable. There's healing. <laughs> we're gonna heal from this. Yeah, Jada's put out the, the trailer. Basically, you know, mm. I'm here for the healing. You know, and yeah. I'm, I'm sure we all are here to, to heal too and watch yeah. it and comment. <laughs> but yeah, man. But um, yeah, man, let's dive into, today, into today's topic. Today's topic, um, we will be discussing how to plan and strategize for your business's Instagram. So what we're going to do, um, this one's going to be a very unique one today because we have just launched our own Instagram account for the Social Living Podcast. So we're going to take you through what it is that we would do to plan it, um, market it, and I guess strategize to try and, uh, I guess, yield as much followers as much as possible and some more listeners and, and things like that. So, um, you know, it's part of our le level leveling up and we're just documenting that journey for us. So, um, yeah, man, so what, so you want me to start with the social media marketing plan? Yeah, let's jump into it. Let's yeah, jump into, jump into it. it. So I'm going to do the classic, share my screen and then say, uh, can you see my screen? Uh, two seconds. All right. Can you see my screen? All good. We're there. All good. Yes, we are. So uh, this one, again, sponsored by Hashtag Living Agency. Uh, this is something that I use uh, very much so with... Um, I guess some of my clients, uh, especially new clients, someone who may not have the social media experience at all. So they've never, you know, they've never brought their business online. They've never used social media on a personal level. And if they have, it's very minimal, you know, so they don't use like hashtags or anything like that. It's just like food or just, you know, just simple, simple things. So um, I use this very much to try and get an idea, okay, of, where uh, my client or whoever it is I'm talking to um, to get an idea of where they're trying to take their brand or where their business. And then I try and push them in the right direction using social media. Um, but mainly this one's more geared towards uh, Facebook and Instagram. So um, yeah, this is what we use. Yeah, so vision, uh, go on. I was gonna say like, it's an important step and a lot of people skip this step when, when creating an account, they kind of go into it with, without any kind of direction and then it's easy to get lost lost in in the source really because instagram yeah. and, and social can be a confusing place if you don't have any direction to guide yourself through it so this kind of kind of sets out a a path a a sense of direction that you can tailor your content towards your caption writing kind of comes from like a, a plan like this it just helps push your account in a direction that you want to go in so that later down the line, you know what you're work, working towards. Because without a goal, you're you're aimlessly posting content without a real real purpose. So yeah, definitely helps, and it's and it's like an important step for most people. Mm -hmm. No, agreed, agreed. So yeah, we, should we? Um, I don't actually have my key because I normally print this out and write it out. 
because I like to do this in person. It's like part of my consultation process. Um, so I'm not going to actually write inside <laughs> of the boxes or anything like that. Um, but we just discuss it. So we can discuss like vision. So our vision for the podcast, specifically the podcast, this is only about the Social Living podcast. What would our vision of success be? I guess for, well, for me anyway, is I don't want to compare, but I know we use Stephen a lot and and he's become our reference point. But yeah. I guess our end goal is Stephen Bartlett and, and the Diary of a CEO, not in terms of the concept, but in terms of the level of content he's producing. So yes. I love, uh, our vision of success might be being able to post four times a week that includes in really engaging content that mm. goes over reels, stories, ads, um, memes, whatever it might be. And we'll touch we'll touch on those type of content types and content pillars um later in the in the in the pod. But for me, it's yeah, level of success on on the social platform would be being able to post constantly and consistently, maybe four, five times a five times a week. So just yeah. you've got those different top points. Yeah. So be, yeah, go on. That'd be one for us. And then I think it's always good to have a a not to be obsessed over followers, but having a, a follower target always helps. Um, I know often when I was agency side, we always had that as a as a main KPI. And that was, it was always a number that was so, so unachievable. But I guess within if within a year's time, it would be good to hit the, even just the 1K mark. But to, to try and be optimistic, I want to I want to say maybe we go with 2K. So I think it's achievable if we yeah. can we can get up and running and, and we're looking to build a team we've got obviously our cousin that's jumping on board in terms of like video editing and we can we can kind of set ourselves that target yeah 100 i think um i'll also add on to that as well so not only do we want to make sure that we're posting consistently um we also want to yield other opportunities on here as well so what successful uh, what i i would consider successful similar to diary of a ceo being the blueprint that we that we like um is uh is generating generating enough viewership to also yield um different partnership and ad opportunities uh so uh there are loads of uh, businesses that we use on a regular basis uh, and we're we're you know doing our best to try and you know get the attention of these people but once we get the regular viewership that is i guess that gives us the power then you know we can you know talk to people like canva you know people that things that we use on a day a daily basis um uh, so there's different brands out there that we are definitely trying to you know get in front of at the moment and and potentially get some um good partnerships uh, involved because we use them on a regular basis and i can swear by certain products so essentially we want to use the podcast as like a, a as like an influencer as well to help you know suggest and recommend certain products that we actually stand by believe in and match our morals and values um so that would also be in, in addition to uh the content creation part of our success is also the advertising and partnership uh side of our success as well so yeah i'm always a fan of having free goals 
So I don't know if you have a third one that you might want to add in there. Um, but yeah, the, the ad opportunities is one. But um, it, it would, I also want to make sure that we give a voice to people who don't have voices at the moment. And that would just, um, that's important. Like we all love talking to people who, uh, I guess, we all know. But um, I'm a big fan of learning and sometimes there are voices out there that are doing massive and uh, you know big things within their sectors but because they might not have the social media following you might not know their story so i just want to um i want that to be kind of like our unique um angle where we yeah we bring we bring those stories to light and for me and you might agree as well just see it like you said just seeing different types of people within this space and having a platform to talk about their own stories. Obviously we've had like the likes of BIM and Tanika, Vanessa jump on a podcast and, and talk about their stories. And we can just to elevate that as well, just being mm-hmm. brand side as well. I know so many people that have worked with amazing brands. And before the school, we spoke about a, a guy that's just gone to a, a good brand from from the company I work for. And it will be good to hear those stories because growing up, I didn't think that job role was something that existed. I just didn't think that that could be a job that people could aspire to to do. So just getting getting more eyes and more awareness on the different types of jobs that this type of industry can create. Mm. Yeah, and, that, and that, that's important. That there's, there's so many different stories to tell. And we also have to remember that we want to inspire as much people as possible. Like, so we want people to know that there are different options. So just like what Jamel was saying just then, where he didn't know this job existed, through this platform that we're creating, we want people to know that you can you know, finish uni, not know what you're doing, and still end up as like brand manager at Superdry. Or you could not go uni and still end up working in finance and earning four or five figures. Or you could end up, you know, studying a HR degree and be a, a baker or, do you know what I mean? Like, it's just different options in life. And you don't know, there's no, like, one way to get to to your goal and there's no one way to determine success. So, yeah, man, we've got so many people that we want to talk to and, and we're lining it up. And we just want to do that on a more frequent basis. And that ties into the first goal of, you know, posting con- content on a regular basis. And that will be on all channels. Um and then it's, you know, having those partnerships um, for, you know, brands to kind of uh, showcase their, I guess, their products in front of ours. But it has to match up with our brand, with our values and our morals. And then the third piece being just continuing to consistently bring a voice of, uh, uh, I guess, a voice of diversity, is that a way of saying it? Or is that over complex, I guess? No, it <laughs> um, makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, just like a, a diverse voice of success, uh, just to the to the platform. So those are those are our three goals. So those you can uh those are you can remember. So that's what our mm-hmm. vision of success would look like. So moving on, uh the marketing goal. So here is what would you like to achieve by marketing your business on social media? 
you may have many marketing goals, but start with the most important one. Um, as we're a podcast, I think the most important one is to gain as much listeners to the podcast as possible. Um, uh, so once you get that, then you can start persuading um, you know, the different touch points like you mentioned. Uh, and that's where you want to be able to convert some of those listeners into subscribers. Um, and, you know, later down the line, we might have memberships or whatever, but it's that first listen. That's what we want. Um, and that could be through, you can listen through Instagram, Apple Music. Uh, this could be Amazon, Google Podcasts, wherever wherever we are distributed. Um, find that, you know, find that listener and then get them to, to subscribe. So that's like a two-part um, mm-hmm. marketing goal. That's the main marketing goal for me. I think that should be, be should be the main marketing goal for anyone jumping on, not anyone, any brand jumping on social media mm-hmm. is to build that community. I think mm-hmm. that should be the first thing in, in any brand's mind is community first, product second. Is yes. creating a, a lifestyle almost, a, a family through the brand rather than thinking I'm doing this to make a quick buck or doing this to, to make a sale. It's got to be about building that community, creating authentic interest in what you're actually doing, which will help that conversion. It will make converting a customer easier if you're able to get them to buy into the brand. Mm. Um, so, yeah, definitely an important part for anyone starting a, a brand or, or for, for business owners looking at something like this and and thinking what what is their, what is their first thought into, 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 for, for their end goal. Mm. Yeah, no, I agree. So, yeah, number one, building a community. Uh, it's funny because my business partner hates it because I always met, I always say this in every consultation. I'm like, so the most important thing is building your community. And he's like, you love this word, community. Just say <laughs> followers or whatever, whatever. But um, it's, it, it's like what you said, it's important, man. Uh, having that community, uh, it, it, they're going to give you feedback. They're going to, you're going to have... Um, you're going to have some ride or dies in there. That's why I like to put it. Um, I first kind of came across this kind of concept or grasped it was with Nipsey Hussle. So Nipsey Hussle, he spoke about his like diehard followers and having like different levels of, uh, of followers of his brand. And like, you're going to have those people that consider themselves, um, I guess, number one fan. I'm number one Nipsey Hussle fan. And they're willing to, part way with whatever product he comes out with they're ready to spend do you know what i mean but then you're gonna have others who like i just like his music so they're not even gonna purchase anything but he's still making money from them from just the streams you know and then there will be you know others who are just like oh i don't really listen to his music too tough but i love his quotes or i love i want to go see what his store is like because i'm into tech or whatever so it's like it's all these different touch points or followers that are following him for all these different reasons. And it's making sure that you're able to give each of those, because each one of those followers have a certain demand and those demands are different. So if we're working in normal business sense, supply and demand, you got the demand here, we need to supply each one of those. And then that's how you have a bigger community. So. That's that that was where I kind of got it from. It wasn't even university or anything like that. Like I was just grabbing that concept and thinking that makes so much so much sense to me. Um, and that's why he could sell, you know, a CD for a hundred dollars, but that same CD is free on Spotify 
and he's making money from both. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So it's having that kind of concept in mind. Um, so I always try to push that as well. So, yeah. yeah. And um, then just to add within that as well, I think an important step to building that community is understanding who you're targeting and, mm. and who your target audience, target consumer is. So I remember when I started my brand, I think you might have actually mentioned it to me, like, who are you looking to target? And I was like, I'm just targeting everyone. Man. Anyone that's <laughs> got money, I'm targeting them. And it's it's not it's not the way to think. And looking back on it, it sounds <laughs> so naive, but I can imagine most people do think like that. But understanding who you're looking to target will help help across the board in terms of your branding, your packaging, the products you create, the tone of voice for your social media marketing platforms. Um, your when it comes to advertising, being able to to create ads that target a certain demographic in a certain location or that are a certain religion or whatever whatever that interest might be it just helps again direct your your vision and what you're trying to do with the, the brand or the business you're, you're looking to market again another important step because because like i said before i just thought i just target everyone i'm just creating content i'm not really thinking about who i'm looking to target but subconsciously, you might be, you might be thinking, I'm just going to make cool content. But your cool content might be 18 to 25 year olds who listen to rap music. That might be the audience, you're, the audience you're looking to target, but without without thinking about it, you you just think you're, you're just making content, but you're making contact with that with that vision in mind. But knowing who that person is will just help, help tailor what you do going forward. Yeah, man, one hundred percent. Like uh, in my previous role in marketing, this is something that it it, it was uh, it was so important. So it's understanding a certain audience, and then also educating yourself as a brand on how um, you're going to tailor your messaging to that consumer. So there's no surprise. Like it's just an example, just so everyone can kind of have a, a clear picture. Like if we were to look at gambling ads. A lot of gambling ads, um, or some of them anyway, not not all of them, but a lot of them, they would focus on like laddie laddie type messaging. So it's all about lads in the bar, accumulators, what's your akai, you know, da 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 da. So that's they know that they're target they're targeting they're targeting sorry that age demographic, which might be from eighteen to up to thirty five because they're very much like like that. Do you know what I mean? And then if they're targeting a a, um, a more older generation, they'll they, it might be a, bit, a little bit different. It might be Grand National horses. It might be. Do you know what I mean? But when it comes to like the football, who's called next? Da 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 da. Cheeky two pound bet. Whatever, whatever. It's very laddie. So the messaging is very clear who it is that they're trying to target. Um, and I think a lot of brands, especially brands that are start in their early stages, they say everyone's my audience. Mm. Um, but you don't have a message that just hits everyone. You know, uh, so you you might start off that way, but then as soon as you make your first, per as soon as people make their first purchases, you need to understand who they are, and then that's your that's your testing ground. How did you, how why did you purchase, and what was it that made you purchase? I need to tailor my messaging to get more people that are like you, and then you can go go into that, and then you might find another type of audience that purchased. Why did they purchase? Let's find out. Let's get the feedback, and let's tailor the marketing towards that. And that's what's going to help help your help your business grow. Uh, and if you don't have that focal point, you're going to be like moving left and right all the time. You're just trying to figure out what sticks, and 
you know, um, you're not going to have that clear focus that you that you put like you perfectly know what might make what triggers your audience to purchase. Do you know what I mean? I think people like ASOS got it down to a T. Um, Reese Rabara, like Manir Devoir, they probably got it down to a T. They know exactly who they're targeting and they're getting it. And that's why these Facebook ads can work. Like people are making millions and millions of pounds on Facebook ads just to get the messaging right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If you ain't getting that right, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna fail. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's it's important that you say that about Reese Rabara and and his story because he puts a lot of importance behind the content he creates and the tone of voice and when when i say tone of voice people might think what's what's that but it's the i guess the tone of your your caption writing when it comes on social it might be your bio it might be the way you write stories just the your language that you kind of you kind of show off through social media it's important you might think oh it's just a caption but that caption's mm -hmm. got to be written a certain way that kind of that gets gets your target audience hooked onto what it what it might be. People see the the asset first, so it might be the tone of voice within the asset or the the creative direction within the asset that gets people hooked on. But they're like different touch points that that is kind of needed to perfect to to get your customers in and gain new customers and keep your current customers engaged. Yeah, one hundred percent. You're basically kind of touching on it, but not quite touching it. But it's like the funnel. It's understanding you know, where in the funnel is this user? Um, and so you can hit them with the right, with the right ad, do you know what I mean? So you like, some people is like the, the, the asset that you're talking about could be just like a brand awareness asset. And then we'll see, you know, if they watch it, how long did they watch it? If they've watched more than a certain amount of seconds, then yeah, we can pass them onto this because we know after this, you know, they might purchase or they might add to basket or they might, go to the website you know it's understanding all these different things and this is where social media marketing and advertising gets a little bit more complex than just on the surface that i guess it's just common sense basic knowledge this is when you kind of get into the science of uh what social media marketing is and advertising is you know so yeah let's let's um bring it back to the uh to the social media marketing plan um so yeah, I guess our main marketing goal is to the most important one is building that community. And that's our sole focus for now, I think. Um we can put others in there. Um, but I think for now that's the main goal. And once we achieve that, then we can go on to the next one, I think. So I'm I'm happy to leave it as building a community if you are. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. So then third one is your products as service. So Pick the product or service that you want to promote to help achieve your marketing goal. It should be the, it should be either be your best seller or an offering that is popular with different customer groups. So this is where, um, um, I guess, when it comes to your product or your service, what is it that is going to entice your, I guess, your audience to to purchase and then let's go with that so it's just like what i was saying before um where it, knowing your audience a little bit better so what is it that what is that thing that leads people to to purchase or buy obviously in our case we're not promoting like i guess our our, our product is the, the podcast itself right we're trying to promote um 
our stories and our uh, discussions and our points of views and opinions that we have. That's basically the surface that the, 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 I guess, the, what's the word? That's the service that people like <laughs> the yeah. most, if you know what I mean. So uh, if we look back into our analytics, I could confidently say that uh, the, 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 the podcast episode that's got the most views are our interviews. Our interviews get the most views. So that's something that we decided, you know what, that's what we need to focus on a little bit more. So this year we've come in and we try to get uh, more people to do uh, some of the interviews and share their stories. People like these types of stories. So that would be the first thing that we want to promote. So when we're promoting our conversations and everything like that, we want to promote the ones that have the interviews. So um, we got we got two in the bag. We got three technically in the bag. Um, and those are the things that uh, we might want to like focus on when it comes to the 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 content that we're going to be posting on social media, um, because we believe that those are going to entice more people to listen to the podcast. Um, not only because of what we're saying, but it's also because of what the other person is saying on the, the interviewee, <laughs> the interviewee mm-hmm. saying, um, and what they're saying, and they also bring an audience with you as well. So there's people who know them who's going to want to listen to what they have to say because they might not have heard what they've had to say before, or they've never featured. They've never featured on a podcast or a YouTube ever before. So um that will be the n- number one product in our like in our, it's like those are the that's the content group, if you get what I mean, mm-hmm. as a service. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah, you happy with that? Yeah, you hit it, hit it on the head there. All right, cool. And then now, what I like to do as well is list the different types of customers that may be interested in your chosen product or service, right? So um, this is just the different types of people. So this is where we tie into our our target audience, right? So I can confidently say our target audience right now is both male and female, mainly um, between the ages of 18 and I'll probably say 30. It's not quite 35 yet, but it's, it's 30. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, mainly because it's those who are looking at maybe changing their current circumstances or interested in marketing or interested in a career in marketing. So it's people that are normally, what's the word? Looking at a change in life. But they they might already, they already started their career, but not sure quite where to go next. So it's almost like people like ourselves. If you know mm-hmm. what I mean, so um, they want to hear a story of where they might want to go. They might want to hear stories of how to be a mum, work full time, blah blah blah. These different types of things because they're trying to change their current situation. So, what what would you call that person if we were to give it an audience group? Early stages within their career, maybe. If we're talking about people looking to maybe change jobs or interested in the marketing space. Yeah, what you mentioned could be a few different a few different people. Mm. Um, so people, I guess, I don't know what to call it. It's like we should have this nailed down already to a certain extent, but we don't. <laughs> um, oh, think of a name, I'll think of a name. 
so I, I, I'm going to say the first customer. Uh, I don't want to. Is it, is it too broad to say uh, male and female between the ages of eighteen and thirty? That might be too broad. Of a I think that helps. It helps tailor the what what the next few customers can be, and that might be like the the overarching yeah. customer, and then people that fall within those categories can come underneath. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say okay. I'm gonna say um, pe uh, people uh, who are either students or and I guess. Yeah. Students and graduated, what would you call them? New graduates. graduates, students and graduates. That's one. Yeah, students uh, and graduates. Uh, school, school leavers. Yeah. Um, so that's two. I guess that comes under students as well, school leavers. They, if they left school, then they're not really a student. Yeah, I was yeah, thinking exactly. like... Um, I'm thinking like people who are like probably going to go into like apprenticeships or, mm. or work full time and things like that. I'm thinking that, but I don't know what to, I don't know what you would call that. So I'm going to call it school leavers for now. I'm sure there's um, people listening. It's like, it's this, it's this, it's this, <laughs> but I can't remember the name. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, so school leavers, students and graduates. And then, um, uh, what would you call it? Uh, I say people already in the marketing space or early in the early stages of their marketing career. Yeah, early, uh, uh, early career. Yeah, people. What would you? What's the, give it? Give it. You need to give it the fluff. Yeah. Early stages. Early. Beginner uh, marketeers. Beginner marketeers, I like that. <laughs> Beginner marketeers or early marketeers, yeah. early marketeers. Let's go with that. Early, early marketeers. So people who work within the marketing space who have probably been in that space for less than less than five years. Yeah, yeah. So those are the three types of people. So why do those people like the art? The, the they like what we offer. So students and graduates like what we offer because we are able to offer them. Um, different avenues that they could potentially go down that they might choose for themselves. Um, that is also the same for early school leavers as well, but they they might be looking for different like inspiration um, and maybe tips. So uh, tips around, uh, you know, being full-time as a, a self-employed person. This could be, uh, you know, a variety of different things. And then early marketeers will come to our platform as well to also hear the stories, but they will mainly want to hear the different tips uh, that we might have that might help and enhance their career. They can take away and apply it to their own job or their next step in their career. So that's the main, main thing. So, yeah, you happy there? We got there in the end. Uh, and then forwarding on to the, 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 the marketing plan, you have the marketing strategy. So here is basically achieving your marketing goal by selecting the best way to market your product or service to people who are actually interested in it. Good marketing plans include multiple ways to reach the customer. Um, but for now, let's pick uh, one that is going to pay off that you want. Um, we pick one at a time and then we obviously dedicate the resources that we have to that one commitment. So here we could do, we have like different options here, right? 
So you've got social media ads, social media networking, um, discount codes and offers and social reviews. I think our main one is social, social networking is what I call it. So producing content, creating that community and um, giving as much content as we can that we can dedicate on a weekly basis to that audience. And so we can get to that 2K stage. So let's monitor it, we can document this. Let's see how long it will take us to get to 2K by doing this on an organic uh, on organic level. Um, mm -hmm. I'm pushing. Uh, I'm confident that we can do that within a, a, a three to four month basis, but who knows, it could happen before. So um, in this case, we'll be so, uh, choosing social media networking. What's the payoff? You create a community of customers, which is correct. And the commitment might be one-time setup with hourly or daily updates. Um, this is creating an account for your business on popular social media sites, uh, which is exactly what we're going to be doing. It'll be Instagram, it'll be TikTok. Uh, we already have the YouTube up already. Um, so it could be Pinterest, Discord, all these different things, and that's going to help us build our our community. So yeah, all all in agreement with that. Yeah, all good, all good. Yeah, and this, all of this will kind of, uh, I guess, pave the way or or help with the next step of the pod, which is I guess mapping out what a plan looks like and and how you achieve these 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 goals. Yeah, one hundred percent um so in terms of action steps should we determine what we need to take what we need to take to bring the the strategy to life mm -hmm. so obviously first step is creating the account so if you haven't done so already i'm gonna plug it might as well plug it right now if you haven't done so already please go ahead and follow us on instagram uh we go by the social oh, the social living podcast um it's not active just yet uh i'm gonna share my screen and then i'm gonna ask you guys if you saw my screen can you see my screen uh i don't um all right one second it says stop screen share damn it sorry this is technical i really we need a stage manager <laughs> Uh, boom, boom, boom. All right, so this is what our Instagram looks like. So if you haven't done it, uh, if you are listening on audio, so uh, it is the social living podcast, no spaces, no underscores, no no dots. Um, the social living podcast, all one word. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Um, we currently have nine followers. So I expect by the next episode, we have about 30. So let's see. Let's see how we get how you go get going um so yeah this is what it looks like basically if you can see my screen <laughs> it's just got our logo uh or, or one of our graphics on there um tone of voice a social media podcast discussing the latest the latest social media news and trends which is presented by jam lawrence and myself so we also have our personal um instagram accounts on there as well so yeah that's that so uh, going back to the social media plan, that's the first step and we've done that, we've created it. So go ahead and follow, da, 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 da. back, back again, shout out to troops. Uh, step two or step two. I guess step? Step, rolls, 
I'd add then roles and roles and responsibilities. Okay. So stuff that we each work on on a weekly basis, and if we can get people like Isaac or bro- my brother to to help out, just creating a team that that week by week we know what we're doing to help achieve these goals. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, uh, I, I will, obviously we're going to go into more depth on that side of things, probably more so off camera. But um, the main goal is to chop down some of the, the long form content that we have and use that as a basis um, to post that up on on all our different social media sites and also plugging it also on our personal sites as well. So um, it's using uh, what would you say it's using our resources to um, produce uh, short form content um, and promoting it across uh, all channels. I'd say it's probably next next step. And then the third and final step of the marketing strategy is, what did I put here? So um, for me, it's more like engaging. So it's uh so it's all good posting and everything which is fine but we also have to continue to engage i think that is the key thing about social media so this could be you know asking people to follow us on on different on on like for instagram for example so you're having a dm strategy so we have to engage so if anyone does follow us you might say thank you for following uh and if no one if if someone doesn't follow us we just message them saying, oh, check this out, basically. And then responding to all comments um, and engaging with other people's posts as well. So um, that is going to be a joint group effort, I think. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, stuff like this does take time. You do need as many people involved to kind of to get somewhere with it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this is. I guess this is, this is going to prove our worth, I guess, as a social media marketeers yeah <laughs> so you're gonna no see pressure. no pressure <laughs> none none whatsoever so we'll see um but uh yeah so that's the that's the next that's the next thing so setting up the account uh does that there's designating uh roles and responsibilities of the account um to ensure that we are able to uh deliver on short form content um and do that consistently and then the next part is um once this content is posted is engaging with it um and engaging with our audience and our target audience um and with that that's what's going to help grow the grow the community so yeah and then what i have as my fifth part of the social media plan is like selling the product or service um so like no matter what i guess marketing strategy that we choose selling product all services necessary to figure out the best way to sell your product to people interested you have to kind of understand the messaging and i've already kind of touched on this already before um but the this is something that you'll see from each and every post that we do you're gonna you're gonna see what that action that call to action is so it might be listen to the podcast it might be uh follow us so you'll, you'll keep an eye out on that so we're not going to go over that right now and then what we'll try to do is maybe either once every two weeks or once a month we might just track the results and give you guys like a recap or we might just use that as content so 
check it out on the on the on the uh on the what's the word check it out on on our page and you'll see up to date you know what's what's happening um and we'll we'll bring it up and we might include it in some of the podcasts as well if you're just solely a, a podcast listener so yeah i think i'm happy to leave that as that with with the with the social media plan we did have a content strategy plan as well that we wanted to go over but we'll leave that for part two um, we'll leave that for episode 32 which will be how to um produce a content strategy for your business um because yeah right now i feel like every business is a media business if you don't mm -hmm. realize that see you later you'll be behind yeah, <laughs> like, something, yeah something gary has been talking about for even since when i was when i was fully onto him which is probably like 2014 he's been speaking about the that the way brands view themselves they need to start viewing themselves as media outlets as a media business because yeah. their brand is now digitalized and it's about how they're perceived through campaigns imagery tone of voice and all of that jazz so yeah like just yeah. like you said content 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 is king yeah content is king and i think that's the case for 2022 um it's probably always been king but it's also about those creators so when you're creating content you are a creator as well so there's now different avenues that you can go down to even earn money from your content and if you're if you slip you probably won't notice that you're that it's a big opportunity right now. So, you know, you got the likes of YouTube paying out, Instagram paying out, TikTok paying out. So, you know, let's make sure that you're you're in all these places. Even even if you have a blog site that can pay out, you can have ads on your blog. Like, there's so many different avenues and ways to kind of make ends meet. Um, like, you need to take advantage. And content is is there. Why right? everyone's on their phone? What are they consuming? Content. How do they consume content? That's, you know, people consume content in different ways. It could be through audio. This is content right now. It could be the visual. Um, it could be, it could be through, uh, you know, reading articles, different things like that. And that's, these are different things that we need to start um, approaching. Um, and, and we're going to do that, you know. Um, we're also going to probably come up with some more um, podcasts, like shorts. So little short audios that just give like little, um, little breakdowns of little different tips and tricks and things like that just to help uh, help different people. So that's my phone in the background. But uh, yeah, so yeah, man, um, that was the social media marketing plan that we have planned for the Social Living Podcast. Uh, I don't know, Jam, do you have anything else that you want to add that I hope I've not missed anything? No, I think you covered it, covered everything. And I think just to emphasize what we said, like this is an important step for, for any business or any brand entering social media for the first time, or if they're just considering what they're considering that activity at the moment, it's good to kind of just highlight what you're looking to go after, who you're looking to go after and, and a way to do it. So yeah, it's an important step and you'll get to see phase two within the next episode, which is planning out the content and thinking through a strategy in terms of tone of voice and finding the right hashtags to use, the right content types and all of that jazz. Yeah, man. So you'll see. You will see. So, uh, yeah, man. Happy to wrap it up there. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you like this one. Uh, big shout out to everyone who's listening via audio. But please do go and check it, this out on uh, on YouTube as well. And uh, don't forget to like, subscribe and all that jazz. 
We out. It's been a pleasure. Nice.